What's up, everyone? Last week, we talked about building a more effective contact and conversion process, but we didn't dive too much into tools. So in this episode, we're going to talk about one of my favorite tools to help you nurture and qualify leads into appointments. Remember, when it comes to lead follow-up, persistence matters, and oftentimes outsourcing is better than doing nothing at all. So in this episode, I'm joined by Nathan Jones, co-founder of Structurally, an intelligent AI assistant that engages, qualifies, and converts leads into appointments for you. Now remember, leads expect an instant, helpful response when they submit an inquiry. If you don't provide it to them, they're going to go somewhere else. Well, Structurally works to make sure that that doesn't happen. So let's jump in. Welcome to the Weekly Boost. My name is Ricardo Bueno, and I'm a 10-year veteran of the real estate industry. And this podcast is dedicated to taking an honest look at the reality of marketing and growing your real estate business. My guess is you want to close more deals, whether it's working with buyers or sellers. But it's not as easy as some people, like bullshit marketers, would have you believe. I spend my day consulting with some of the best agents in the industry, which basically means I have a front row seat to the behind the scenes of world-class marketing campaigns and listing strategies, and I'm here to unveil some of those strategies and tactics with you. Listen in as I share what's good in real estate and the world of marketing. Let's go. What's up, everybody? So I'm super excited today. I'm joined by Nate Jones, who's the CEO and co-founder of a company called Structurally. Nate, how are you? Doing well, Ricardo. Thanks for having me on. Right on. So I'm super excited because a mentor of mine once said, I was building one of my startups, Agent Press, with a company called uh, Copyblogger. I was asking for feedback or advice. And she said to me, you need to help realtors either save time or make money. Those are the two things they care about, help them save time or make money. And it sounds like you're doing both at Structurally. For those of us that aren't familiar, who are you? What do you do? What do you guys do? And how do you help realtors save time and make money? Like Ricardo said, I'm the CEO and co-founder of Structurally. We help agents nurture, engage, and qualify their leads through messaging. Right now, it's just text messaging. Look out for some great new features very soon. Should be able to release our product in email as well in about a month or so. But it is kind of at a face value note. It's an inside sales agent that's powered by artificial intelligence. So it's supposed to be there for you 24-7, 365, helping you follow up with the leads that you're getting from pretty much any source, nurturing them for up to a year if they're unresponsive, and then actually having a two-way conversation back and forth very in a very empathetic, human-like way once they actually do reply. Your personalized follow-up assistant. Yeah, exactly. Some people might be listening and thinking, it's an AI, right? I know, undoubtedly, somebody's going to say, I would never let a bot follow up on my leads for me. They can't do what I do, or they can't do it as well as I can. Do you guys ever get that sort of combativeness? We definitely do. I think it's been less of of an issue lately, in 2020 especially. It's becoming more mainstream. People know that AI is, you know, the future. And at some point, it will be as good, if not better, at at certain things than humans. And that's something that we always strive for. Even since 2016, when we started the company, it wasn't very smart at the time. We did everything we possibly could to make it indistinguishable from human. That's our, that's our motto here. We, we give it a first name that you can customize and a last name, a personality. It sends emojis. It sends, oh, purpose, wow. it sends purposeful typos. It sends GIFs. There's, it, it feels... All, all, all things designed to increase responsiveness, by the way. 
Yeah, exactly. Yeah, those little things. One of the things that we talk about throughout all of our marketing and just with agents and, lend- and, and mortgage lenders across the country is the, the days of autoresponders are dead. <laughs> People have sniffed those out. When, you, yep. when they're online and they get a reply after they fill out a form, you know, hey, thanks for filling out our form. Just wanted to follow up. Yeah. They're very unlikely to respond to that because they think it's automated. Right. So the next phase in the lead follow-up and kind of marketing automation journey as an industry as a whole is moving from just automation to authentic automation. So that's what we're all about here. And what that means is just authenticity is doing things like our, that our product does when, when a lead says they're going through a divorce or you know they've accumulated a good amount of debt or yeah. some not so great reason that they have to move, which is common. We say, I'm so sorry to hear that. So sorry to hear you're going through divorce or on the positive side, you know. So it shows empathy right back to the consumer. Yeah. If someone's a veteran, something as simple as that, we say, you know, thank you for your service. And Which is just, what you would naturally do if you're having a conversation with them on the phone. Exactly. Yep. So all of those things have been considered when we're in, in our AI. Wow. That's awesome. What sort of cadence do you guys implement when you're following up with a lead as it comes in? Is that something that you know, the AI takes over and, and it's running off of a playbook? Or is that something that the realtor can customize? Yeah. How, how do you, um, what's your recommendations there? Yep. We have complete and total script customization. So it is what it sounds like. And it's a little bit overwhelming. Literally, Just because you have so many different playbooks. Yeah, you can create any conversation you could possibly imagine and we'll handle it. So if you are exclusively someone who works with land and ranch properties and you want to tailor your conversations towards that. No way. We have a bunch of people who do that. If you're more on the side of just exclusively rental listings, great, right. we can work with those. If you want to exclusively work with investors, great. You can kind of tweak. We have we have playbooks pre-built for all of those so you can use Oh ours. wow. But if you want to tweak it slightly, you can you can do that at any point too. On the nurture side, if the lead is unresponsive, we typically follow up with them about 26 times over a year quite a bit more aggressive up front and then kind right. of take off throughout the year. Obviously, it engages more as the person becomes responsive. Yeah. So as soon as it, we do the nurture, so right. let's say you know we're nurturing them, we sent them 13 messages. Finally, in month three, they respond. We'll, right. we'll have a conversation with them right then and there too. So it doesn't just stop. The, the drip cadence doesn't just pause when they respond. We actually... Uh, reply back to them right then and there. I think that's really, really, really important with technology. Obviously, like drip campaigns, drip nurtures, those are technologies that have been around for years. That's yeah. not too special. There used to be this whole you know craze about speed to lead. You know, yeah. kind of that. You know, you're 21 times less likely to convert a lead if you don't respond to them in five minutes or less. Which goes by really fast, by the way. When you're juggling a bunch of different things. Yeah. And I think that there's been a good focus from realtors and lenders and salespeople in general to to shore that up, to make sure that they're responding to new leads really quickly. But where everyone's kind of dropping the ball now is, okay, great. You finally got them on this drip cadence and then you finally got them to respond eight months from now. And then they reply and they say, hey, you know, I'm interested. And then you don't respond. Oh, no. Yeah. What we've kind of coined that phrase is is speed to response. We've kind of figured out speed to lead. Great. That's good. 
people are failing is speed to response. And it's equally important because if you don't respond to that lead, all of your work to generate that lead, it's follow for nothing. up and get them to respond is for nothing. And if you ghost them or you leave them on red, they're going to tie your brand to a terrible customer experience. Oh yeah, totally. So on a previous episode, we talked data. We talked to the guys over at Cole Realty Resource. To put this into perspective for you guys listening, one of the examples that we gave was targeting two-story homes. So we have a realtor who's doing a multi-channel marketing campaign. We pulled a list of 1,000 homes that are two-story homes. They've lived there for 20 plus years and they have over 80% equity. So she's doing a twice a month direct mail postcard. And then we're piggybacking it with Facebook ads. We uploaded that as a custom audience to Facebook. And now we're doing a reach ad. So they see our ad at least two to three times a day. And then it's just looping them into a funnel, right? So we got a lead ad, the drip campaign, we're adding them to a drip campaign to follow up with them. And then what you're saying is you can totally customize that experience to tailor to people that are looking to downsize. Yeah, exactly. That's a... That's one of the qualifications that we have in our scripts that you can tweak is downsizing or upsizing or lifestyle change. All those things we can handle and have a great conversation around those specific types of leads. And yeah, you know, we plug into Facebook lead ads directly. Obviously, most of you listening are probably using a CRM of some kind, yep. LionDesk, Boomtown, Follow Boss, whatever. We have integrations with pretty much every major CRM and we plug in directly to them and can That's see awesome. our- back. So you can kind of use our product right within your CRM too. The flywheel that we've created for our customers is we run a lot of Facebook ads. We've managed something like 100,000 in ad spend for the last year. All of those leads, when they come in, we put them on an aggressive like sort of seven-day drip campaign where they're getting a series of emails. At the same time, we're adding them to a system like Structurally to follow up on those leads because it's going to have a much more effective cadence. Like one of my consulting clients it was a big endeavor. We launched 2,000 Boomtown websites across 26 offices in 22 states. And it was fascinating, the data that you can see in Boomtown. And you know what's funny is I would tell an agent, hey, what happened to those leads that we assigned to you in the last week? How come you didn't follow up with them? And they'll say, oh, I followed up. But you log into Boomtown and you see that they haven't logged into their account in 21 days. <laughs> or they'll say things like, oh, I followed up, but the leads aren't any good. And I think that's like a default response for us. I don't know what it is or why that is, but a lot of people have a lot of angst with online leads. They're, it's, they're challenging, they're frustrating. Is it because it takes time? Is it because it takes like, I'm not sure what that is. But yeah, online leads aren't a referral from a friend. So they are going to take a little bit more work up front. I think that's why you need a system to increase your cadence, I guess. We hear that so many times. I've been <laughs> Three years, and it's just uh, I think we've we've narrowed it into it's just not how realtors are built. That isn't in their DNA to and, just, and that's okay. By the way, yeah, it's totally like, fine. You you know, realtors are really good at closing the deal. They're really good at building relationships. They're really good at face to face. What's really hard and requires a totally different skill set. If if you are familiar with like the disc profile, you know, realtors mm-hmm. are high on the on the eye and they're very interpersonal and want to be out and about socializing. Right. And then you have more systemized people, people who want to be behind the scenes and create processes and very consistent. Those are that's the typical disc profile of, of an ISA, an inside sales right. someone who's just gonna consistently grind and grind and send 300 emails out today, even <laughs> even knowing they'll probably it's get true, though. Yeah. 
it's just different. And that, that's why teams, when they're hiring, they make a person take a disc personality test because they know that they need to hire somebody specifically for that role. Yeah. And the great part about having AI do that is it doesn't get tired. It doesn't, <laughs> stop. It, doesn't it, it doesn't care if a lead says, you know, screw you. I hate you. Leave me it's, not it's not sensitive. <laughs> the number one thing that we overcome the objection of, oh, I don't want AI to respond to my leads with is obviously, you know, we've taken a lot of care in our conversation to make it very empathetic and human. Right. But where we have a really, really good sticking point with realtors and lenders is our product is infinitely consistent. It will never miss a follow-up. It's That's literally awesome. just code. So it can't miss a follow-up. It won't say things like, oh yeah, I followed up. And then you check in and it didn't. <laughs> it actually did. It's just a lot more. I, I forgot to text that person back when I stepped yeah. out of my appointment. It doesn't forget. <laughs> it's <laughs> programmed to literally not forget. And that's all it does. And it's a lot more set it and forget it. And, you know, it tees up those hop opportunities, which is what, you know, lenders and realtors are great at closing and winning. I'll give you a scenario. I have an agent who had 28 old leads that were just sitting in his CRM using KV Core in this case. So one of the things we did is we put them on a re-engagement campaign. So it's a three-day email drip campaign that re-engages the old leads, trying to surface them up. What sort of strategies do you guys have or, or implement for those types of scenarios? Yeah, the old leads is a really good use case. Obviously, I always recommend doing some retargeting on Facebook. There's tons of great products and people who can help you do that and absolutely a great place to stay in front. And keep Underutilized, by the way, I think. For sure, for sure. But yeah, I think like our product has specific scripts for old leads. Obviously, like we, we found a really good sweet spot of leads that aren't really older than like two years at, at the max. Because if they're older than that, they probably don't even know who you are anymore. <laughs> You'll get a ton of wrong numbers. They've changed numbers, things like that. But if they're a little less than two years old and you know potentially six months old to eight months old, it's a really, really good sweet spot to just text them. And you know, our scripts, we have default old lead scripts that are of a similar cadence about 26 times in a year. And we just change it slightly and say, you know, hey, you had been on one of our sites in the past, just wanted to see if your plans have changed at all. Just something as open-ended as that gets tons awesome. of responses. And then putting them on a nurture campaign stays in front with, with our product, stays in front of them. That's awesome. You had said something a second ago that I think I want to bring up or address. How do you guys handle bad phone numbers? If it's like obviously a blatantly bad phone number, we don't text it. If it's just someone putting in a random number and it happens to be a real number, and then the lead just replies, you know, wrong number, or just like, you know, leave me alone, not interested, <laughs> get lost, things like that. You know, we, we opt those leads out. We just say, so sorry, we'll take you off our list. And then we automatically, what we call mute ourselves. It's kind of good because that helps clean up your database a bit. That's kind of the unsung product benefit that we offer is, you know, you'll get you'll get a number of people who are clearly not interested or wrong number. And that's yeah. good. your database up. You don't have to spend money marketing to those people potentially. And yeah, we, we always get we get a percentage of leads that have a like especially when you're running Facebook ads, we get a percentage of leads that have a bad number. Yeah. It's easy to get caught up on, well, these three had a bad phone number and it's par for the course, I think. Oh, for sure. Yeah. I mean, anytime you do any lead generation, you're going to get bad numbers, no matter if you're paying $5 a lead or $500 a lead for a huge list, you know? Yeah. No data is perfect. <laughs> 
So what are some other good sort of scenarios or use cases that you've seen some of your top agents utilize your product for and sort of create automations for? One thing that's really exciting for us is if you're a user of a few CRMs, the ones that I can kind of talk about are, are like LionDesk, if mm-hmm. you've heard of them, and Commission Sync. We have partnerships with both those companies where our product is essentially built into that product and kind of labeled as a feature of the CRM itself. Awesome. So like in, in LionDesk's example, it's called Lead Assist, aka Gabby. In Commission Inc., it's called Alex or Sync AI. So these are pretty new. LionDesk has been using that for about a year or so. Sync just launched two days ago. So a little new on that. But if you're using one of those products and hopefully more in the future, it's really powerful to couple it with their automation in their CRM. For example, with Sync, they have a really cool feature called behavioral messaging where it can kind of watch what leads are doing on the website. And if they do something like view a property a certain amount of times, it will shoot a message out from their system and you know, say, hey, sorry, we're checking out that property. Oh, wow. And, see it. and then as soon as the lead replies, you know, we kind of jump in and have a two-way conversation until we hopefully get them to an appointment. Oh, wow. So it's a really, really integrated, really cool... Like that's in my it's opinion... Like it's tracking high intent. Because if somebody comes to the website, watches, views 40 properties and then bounces... Yeah. That is, in my opinion, like where the future of like real AI is. It's like not only is it going to have a great conversation with you, a human-like conversation with you, but it's also going to be really aware contextually of what you've been doing. That's you know, awesome. Even something is you know stupid is an example of if you're shopping for shoes. You know, hopefully at some point <laughs> in the future, something out there is monitoring you and say, "Hey, wanted to see what size of shoe you were looking at," and then have a conversation there. So I think. That's really where I think a lot of marketing, especially in real estate, uh, mortgage needs to get to is try and accumulate as much data as you can on the on your leads, whether it be email open rates or if you can track page views or website views yep. or things like that. Try and use as much data as you can to couple it with a product like ours to have a really, really specific, narrow conversation. Because the last thing that you want to do is just blast your lead, something super generic, you know, hey, please, <laughs> you know, Andy agent, I'm a realtor. Hopefully, I, you, don't, hopefully you don't forget the, about me. The market is hot. Now's a great time to buy. Yeah, that's just going to get you. <laughs> so, you know, a lot, of, a lot of times it's like they get this overwhelming sense of like, I'm doing something, but you're right. really just checking a box with minimum viable effort. Yep, exactly. Those days are over. I mean, people get inundated with emails just yep. constantly. The only way you're ever going to stand out is with very hyper-aware, hyper-specific reason for reaching out to them, really tailored to them. And I think that obviously you have a leg up if you do something like text-to-lead, which is where our product works now because texts just get read more. I used to always say, compared to email in our industry is what, 14%, 15% open rate on email? Yep. I mean, your phone is sitting on everybody's desk. It, it rings, you check. It vibrates, yeah. you check. It does nothing, you still check. Yep. It's so, yeah, you're going to get a much, much, much higher response rate on text for sure. Yeah, and the last thing that you'd want to do is burn that channel. You don't want to send someone a, a really bad text that means nothing to them. <laughs> then they block your number on or just say, you know, leave me alone forever. Te- text back STOP in all caps. Right. 
Exactly. You don't want to burn that channel. So whatever you're writing, you know, make sure it's really relevant to them. Right on. Well, Nate, thank you so much for imparting some, dropping some knowledge for us today. I really appreciate you. Where can we learn more about you, your product and what you guys do? Absolutely. Really appreciate being on. This was great. You can find more about us just at structurally.com. That's structurely.com. If you want to reach out with any questions, there's a live chat there. You can see some you know, live demos of some of what we've done on our YouTube page, just YouTube and then search for Structurally. So there's a really great content there. Also really great content. If you're looking for some freebies on our website, just structurally.com slash resources, where you can get some guides like text templates, email templates, and other templates like that. Awesome. Appreciate you, man. Thanks. Thanks, Ricardo. Appreciate it. 